Good morning, everybody. Ooh, my hair's kind of fuzzy. Good morning, good morning. Happy Wednesday. Um, let me erase this, my lord. It is Wednesday, you guys, the middle of the week. Surprisingly, I'm actually in a really good mood for the middle of the week. My hair's super fuzzy. Sometimes, I don't know about my hair. It's a little crazy today. So you guys, it is Wednesday. It is the 16th of September. Um, yesterday was, um, it was a beautiful slash the pressure was on day. So, um, if any of you follow my podcast, which obviously those of you listening via podcast do, I dropped a podcast just exclusively for my podcast platforms. And um, it was just talking about my uh, history, uh, the uh, abuse from my stepfather, and how it affected me, and you know how I've slowly overcome it, and how I view it now. And um, you guys, this is a lot of the stuff that I spoke in this podcast. I'm gonna be honest; I've never even spoken to a counselor about. So all day. I kept trying to record it, kept trying to record it. I was sitting on my couch and I must have done this like 20 times I was trying to record this thing and I would always be like, oh, I just couldn't think of how I was gonna open up talking about this stuff. And I would just stop and I'd be like, that's not gonna work, that's not gonna work. And then I just let it go because it was really busy during the day. And then finally about 10.30 last night, I sat on my couch and I go, okay, God, I'm going to do it. Because see, God's been wanting me to get this out. Because see, you guys, there's something valuable, not in just writing things, but also speaking it out, um, to out into the atmosphere, out for others to hear. There's something spiritually releasing when you talk about those deep, dark things, even if I have overcome them, it still resided in me. It was like air that was stuck in me because I hadn't really talked about it. And it's something like, it is hard to talk about. Um, and those things... People are going to work, be quiet. I'm just kidding. Anyway, oh, it's just super distracted. So there's something, when we have that, it's like a, a bubble of words. And until we release it, it just sits in there. So there was a point in time, you guys, as I was recording this podcast, I felt something break within me. It was like a release. That's I, I have felt it when I have addressed certain issues. There will be like something that releases in me and it's done. So then I went to bed because listen, it was like 1230 by the time I got it, you know, um, all done the way I like it and uploaded on all my platforms. So I got up at five and I was like, oh, I really don't want a day, but here we go. And I went on my walk and I just felt it. I finally let it out. So I hope for you that is listening now that you do take the time. And I posted it on my Facebook 
to listen to it, to at least inspire you. I just want to inspire others to start, like I've I know the tools it takes to recover, to become healthy, to to be have that inner feeling of happiness, to love yourself. I have done the steps, you guys, and I know the tools it takes to achieve that. So in sharing these things, I am sharing how I've overcome them so that you too can start seeking and dealing with those issues that are causing this resistance, that are causing this frustration in your life. I want to teach people, just as Jesus was the example of how to love and how to, you know, serve God and serve his purpose. I am the living example of recovery. I can say that with an open heart and open honesty and and all aspects I have done the work to work on every little inch of the inside of myself and um, it's been hard work I've been through some pains I share some of those pains in my podcast um, and a lot of those pains I didn't tell people about because if I would have told them about it this summer they would have probably thought I was crazy um, but those are pains we have to go through people are really scared you guys society is so scared to see somebody in distress. I know some of the things I went through this summer. If I would have spoken to it about somebody, it would have caused a lot of fear and they would have reacted in a way that was unhealthy to my recovery. They wouldn't have they wouldn't have let me speak. I know this because I've been through it. A lot of people don't know how to react to the pains we're gonna have to go through to recover they just don't and maybe i should have given my counselor a chance but listen i've been through some stuff in my life i've been thrown in the like not thrown but i've been involuntarily committed into a psych ward um on the grounds of i said i was going to take some benadryl to meditate and um social services came to my door and I told them I wouldn't let them in and I didn't have to let them in. So then they brought the police and I told the police I was okay. Like I gave a verbal consent, I was okay. On those grounds, they were able to voluntarily commit me into a psych ward. Um, That floored me. I had my kids removed. It was such a, it was so heart-wrenching that that could possibly happen and you know what I'm so grateful I didn't open my door because what happened when I didn't was you know I found out God was real and it changed my life I wouldn't have had that experience if I I would have caved in fear but out of that came a whole bunch of other stuff so I have a hard time trusting society this is where in lies it's it's hard I'm going to be honest. A lot of people say, well, you should talk to somebody. But then when you do talk to somebody, they don't always handle it the correct way. So where have I learned? I turn to God because God is unshaken by the things that come out of my mouth. He was never shaken. I'm going to get on a way different tangent here. So you guys, it was a beautiful thing for me to be able to release this um, out into the world to inspire others. And even some people in my family, 
you know, there's been a lot of dark secrets within my family that nobody wants to talk about. And, I mean, I'm not going to go and exploit everything that, you know, I've heard. I can only talk about my experiences. But when we hide those things underneath the rug, they continue to make the family branches weak and toxic. And I finally cut that toxicity out of my life to where my children are going to have a better chance at happiness than they will have different struggles than I did. Their struggles will not be coming out of brokenness. Their struggles are gonna be like, I'm broke or, you know, just typical life struggles. And I'm so grateful that I put in the work to make sure that my children have that. And it's hard. I, I take group counseling and I see a lot of people on the same path as me. And I'm just like, man, my heart is just cheering for them. So any of you who are in the middle of your journey just trying to be better every day and you keep falling on your face and falling on your face, like, I'm cheering for you. Believe it or not, that is where my heart goes. Children and those that are suffering. Like, I am cheering for you. And just know that when you persevere through that pain, there is something beautiful on the other side. There always is. You just have to believe it. And I said that in my podcast, you guys. We are all born with a blessing from God. God created us and said, I have this beautiful thing for you in the world when you go through all these steps to get to me. Right now, I'm going through those steps and I'm achieving them one by one. Every little milestone that God has set for me, I have conquered and I'm on that narrow path and it's so beautiful. You guys, yesterday I had a moment which would have normally sent me for an emotional loop and literally, it wasn't even a, a, a hairline of a second. I just kept on with life. And I reflected on that today and I was like, wow, nothing phases me anymore. Oh, it's so beautiful, you guys. It's beautiful to reflect on your life. Like my counselor was asking me that yesterday. How do you know when you're stressed? And I was like, you know what? It's been about a month since I've actually been really distressed in my life. But I know, I always know what it is. But I haven't, nothing has really brought me down um, like that. It's been, it's been a minute. I feel really good about it. So you guys, today's daily bread is called Give It All You've Got. Beautiful. I haven't even read it, you guys. I stopped reading before I get on because I want it to be a surprise for me. And I want whatever comes out of my mouth to be authentic. Like, right or wrong, I just want to say what comes to my heart. I shouldn't slurp. That's rude. So the verse comes from 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 7. Second Corinthians chapter nine. See, Christine learned last time, don't use your finger to erase because it messes up the board. 
and I love my board. Okay. That's good enough. The verse is, each of you should give what you have decided in your heart to give. This this is a loaded verse, you guys. You know, um, so when I look at that verse, I think, okay, this week, I have a personal uh, thing I want to do for a lot of people around me. And that is pass out cookies. I've been on a baking spree, you guys. Like, I just want to bake, 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 bake. And I can't eat it all. Obviously, it's not going to work for me on my food challenge or my physical challenge this month. So, I just have this urge to bake and I can't stop. So, I've got all this cookie dough. I'm going to make more cookie dough. And today, I just decided I'm just going to start baking it and passing it out. I'm going to pass it out to the people in my apartment building. I'm going to pass it out to people I know over at the grocery store that's right near my house. Like, I know a lot of people that work over in the deli that are personal friends. So, I'm just going to like bring a bunch of cookies over there to my work. Um, to people I know from church, like specific friends really close to me, like I want to give everybody some of these cookies. And these aren't just your average cookies, you guys. Like I'm making them with like cane sugar, farm fresh eggs, like uh, North Dakota milled flour. These are the most natural cookies that you could eat. And um, they're so delicious. Like. I just, I take, I put a lot of love into making them. You know, I got pure vanilla. You guys, there's a, I'll have to talk about that later, but never use imitation vanilla. Imitation vanilla is yuck. What's in it is toxic. Like it's so fake. So I use pure vanilla and it's just like, it's so good. Like my cookies are the bomb. So I'm just like, okay, so I'm just gonna start passing them out to every single person that I know. Like that's gonna be my fall goal is just to keep baking cookies and keep passing these things out till I can't pass out anymore, till I, till I baked myself to death. That's what I'm gonna do. So that's, I've de I decided that in my heart. Um, this week. I knew I wanted to do that, but it was this morning. I knew I would start doing it this week Like I'm gonna give out to just as many people as I possibly can that will accept it and That that's what I take from that verse like when you decide something in your heart What are you gonna give or I knew I was gonna give God all of me like God has all of me and I do I give him I surrender myself every day to his bidding to what he has me do like and that's no joke I give all of me to him. There's no, he has a hand in everything in my life. And even right down to how I spend my money, you guys, whether I buy one package of grapes or two package of grapes, whether I wait a day or I don't, literally it's down to right, like God is so detailed in everything when you allow him in your life. And I allow him like, you know, what am I going to talk about? Should I talk about this? Right down to my podcast last night. He was in He was in my head just like, yes, I want you to talk about that. No, you don't need to talk about that. Um, just all of those things, just cheering me on, just guiding me in what he wants me to share with the world. Such a beautiful thing, you guys. So it goes, scalling, it's a term used in the world of fitness that allows room for anyone to participate. If the specific exercise 
push-up, for example, then maybe you could do 10 in a row, but I can only do four. The instructor's encouragement to me would be to scale back the push-ups according to my fitness level at the time. Hmm, you guys, yeah, I don't, I think I could probably do one or two push-ups. <laughs> I can't even do a pull-up, but I can, like, ride a bike for miles. It's crazy. Um, we are not all at the same level, but we can all move in the same direction. In other words, she would say, do your four push-ups with all the strength you have. Don't compare yourself with anybody else. Scale the movement for now. Keep doing what you can do, and you may be amazed in time you're doing seven and even one day ten. When it comes to giving, the Apostle Paul was clear. God loves a cheerful giver, but his encouragement to the believers in Corinth and to us is a variation of scaling. Each of you should give what you have decided in your heart. We find ourselves at different giving levels, and sometimes those levels change over time. Comparison is not beneficial, but attitude is. Based on where you're at, give generously. Our God has promised that disciplined practice of such cheerful giving brings enrichment in ways with a blessed life that results in thanksgiving to God. How would you describe your giving? Cheerful, reluctant, under compulsion, not comparing yourself to anyone else. What might cheerful giving look like? Generous God, I want to be a cheerful giver, to give in my best effort. I know that discipline in this area is crucial. Give me the wisdom not to compare, the strength to sow generously, and the faith to leave the result in your hands. This is so beautiful, you guys. And the best way I could ever, you know, explain how I give is I just lean on to God it he just tells me um there's been times I found money on the ground and I gave it to the person who came walking up next and it's because God told me but it was so the feeling of being able to do that because I'm okay like I didn't need it, but it felt good to know that God knew that this person needed that money. So it was like, it was an addicting high is what it felt like. So God used and how he did that to me, he started in jail. There was times I would have things or um, people would give me things and I would share it with everybody else. And it was some people were slightly confused or like, I don't know why you're giving that all out. There was, I'll take a specific example. There was this woman who had a lot, a lot of stuff. And then she ended up, you know, getting out of jail. She left most of it to me. And mind you, this woman hated me in the beginning, but then she loved me because I spoke the truth. So she left me almost all of her stuff. No joke. And, um, some people hated me for it. They were upset because people just want things. You know, they want things. They wanted her to give them her things. And there's just a people validate themselves by having things is what it turned out to be. But I realized in her giving me things, I wasn't going to keep it all to myself. So the very next day, literally everything that she had given to me, I had split up and given out to everybody that was around me that God told me to give them to. So that was a great thing. I remember like once it was gone, people were just like, why are you doing that? I don't know. Why would I keep it? Why would I keep it? If you guys like and even in my mind, it was like, I don't want it. I don't want to sit here and have things when other people want. 
So that's what it came down to. Also, like giving stuff in my home that I've recycled out. I don't ever really sell anything. I give it away, and if it doesn't go, I throw it. Um, because I find no use in selling things that people have given me. It's very tacky and it's immoral. Um, and what else? Like, there's just so much in giving, you guys. And it's not just because God tells me I do it and I'm fearful. Like, I enjoy giving what I have. I can do, I can live with very little. I don't need a lot of fancy things. I don't require a lot. The things that I'm passionate about, I invest in. But when it comes to stuff, I really could care less. Like, you know, my clothes are very simple. You know, there's just certain things that are simple about me that don't matter. Um, that I, but, uh, in that, I'm able to give a little bit more. A lot of the stuff I give out um, is cooking. Like, I love to cook and bake. So, God utilizes that by having me give out in the community to those in need. Like this thing with the cookies, you guys. I have I have cultivated a lot of relationships this year by giving. Um, there's a woman that works over at the grocery store that I'm speaking of. I absolutely love her. Um, we didn't know each other. And then we met through uh, uh, somebody we mutually knew. And it just clicked. I just, I just saw what a beautiful person she was. And I like when I bake, I bake a lot. So I started taking her things. Like I remember can jarring some pickled um, um, radishes. I took her some of those. So homemade candy bar. Um, one of my first church I went to actually brought a a goodie bag over to my home with a bunch of stuff in it, and I went and turned and gave it to her. I was like, I just want you to have this, and it was in giving because, mind you guys, it wasn't this wasn't just a random thing. Like God wanted me to cultivate a relationship with her and just to um, love her because she was going through things in her life that she felt very alone in, that I understood because of what I went through. And so we were able to create that bond that way. And in that bond, by cultivating the relationship and just coming in and like giving her things like that, and it's from the heart, you guys. It isn't with the intentions of trying to do anything. So when I give these things, they're filled with the love of God, you guys. And when they're filled with the love of God, they feel good to the other person. So when I would give her these things, it was hard felt. She could feel that my intentions were just to be a good person. And so it just, now we have this really great bond. Like every time I see her, we hug and like, I'm going to start crying thinking about it because she's a really great woman. And oftentimes some of the greatest people in this world are like shoved underneath the rug and they're forgotten. And they're over here, like being champions of the world. Like what she's doing, she's a real champion. I've, and you know, she's raising kids that aren't hers so that they have a better life. It's just, it's like, it's such an amazing thing to 
show her love and let her know that she's not alone and somebody sees what she's doing. God sees everything. There's another woman that owns the um, dry cleaner where I get my eggs. And you guys, there's times where uh, she feels comfortable just unloading on me. Um, she, the last time I went in there, like, she just for an hour we talked like she was just so bogged down by life and I just listened and she is such an amazing strong woman like I just see her and I'm like I I hope one day that I inspire somebody the way she inspires me that's how I see these women you guys they inspire me and so I I I take the time to learn and watch and listen. That's where you really learn to become a better version of yourself is to surround yourself by people like that. And so I'm listening to her and you know, I've taken her stuff before I baked, but the very next day I baked cookies like absolutely, they literally were piping hot out of the oven and I took them over. You know, she's a hard worker, man. This woman, I'm telling you, she's an inspiration when it comes to work ethic and doing things right. And I had those plate of hot cookies and she's just like, you're like the nicest person I know. And I was like, you know, some days, but you really, uh, you're a really good person. You know, some people we forget like her, she forgets her value because she's been bogged down by life. And just to have that little touch of God's love, you guys. Because it isn't about me. It's about God's love. God is using me as the buffering tool to love her. But in the process, it's, it's teaching me how to allow people to to be close to me, to let them get close to me, to care about them, to love them. Like, and I love this woman. She's just such a beautiful soul. And God, see, that's how God works. He's, he knows my weaknesses and that's, that's, he uses people to work on me. And he also uses me to work on other people. Um, you know, giving it all you got. There was one other one I wanted to talk about. There's this, uh, woman at work um and oh man she's she's pretty awesome her name is christina ah uh, uh, it's okay if i say her name and one day i was down at fresh palette which is one of our health stores and i bought these um dates or figs i can't remember now i haven't had them in a while but they're really sweet fruit right and I bought a bunch and God goes, I want you to take them down to Christina because she always gets, and he told me this, because she always gets forgotten about when, like in the morning, there's a lot of times there'll be cake and snacks and all this stuff brought in. And the night audit, which is the night desk person, always gets forgotten about like, you know, too bad, so sad. You don't work in the morning. You don't get any of that. And I was like, you're right. And I was like, so I especially bagged some up and I like, I hauled butt on my bike. I was so excited, you guys. It's like a high. It feels like I'm high. So I'm pedaling so fast and I get there and I was like, what am I gonna say? Like, I'm just randomly showing up with this. So I was like, you know, I just wanted to bring you something. And uh, that's what I told her. I go, I just wanted to bring you something you always get forgotten about. And, and I just kind of spilled something out of my mouth. 
and she goes, girl, you have no idea. Literally two minutes ago, I was praying to God I needed something sweet or I was going to break my diet. She goes, I'm just going crazy. And she just started unloading. And I was like, I didn't know what to say because I'm, I'm a little careful about when it comes to talking how deep my spiritualism is because I'm, listen, I'm, it sounds crazy to some people, like how close I am to God. So I went back home and I had to call her and I go, Christina, I have to tell you the truth. This is no joke. I was like, I was in Fresh Palette and God told me to buy those for you and to take them to you right away. And she's like, oh my goodness, you're gonna make me cry. And I was like, your prayers are heard. And it just, it really just empowered me to definitely, you know, listen to God. And I do, but you know, when God directs you to give you guys, there's power in that. He's trusting you to carry out a, a task, an assignment. He's asking you to answer somebody's prayers, you guys. And that's what it comes down to. Do you want to be the person to answer somebody's prayers? Oh my gosh, I'm just going to get so excited about it because I have a feeling like God's going to use me today. So God's been moving. Like, listen, right now, my hair is getting all tingly and I'm getting like super wound up. <laughs> this is how my day goes. Okay, so God's... I know God's going to use me today for something. I can feel it. I could just so feel it. Okay. Bring it down. Bring it down. Bring it down. Bring it down. What time is it? Okay. So I got to get off soon. You guys, when God asks you to do something kind, when God asks you to give, he's asking you to answer somebody's prayers. And what a beautiful thing when you do. And, you know, oftentimes, um, most of the time now when people ask me why I do it, because God asked me to. That's my straight up answer. The gentleman who I cooked breakfast for, that you've heard me talk about, you know what? He asked me and I said, God asked me to. And that's true because once you start associating God as the reason that motivates you, that starts to plant the seed in their head. And now you're planting seeds like Jesus talked about planting seeds. Such a beautiful thing, you guys. So your challenge for the day, like, think about it. When has God asked you to give and you denied him? I want you to think about that and be honest because we've all done it. I've done it. I've denied him things he's asked me of out of fear, but I own up to it. So be honest with yourself. When has God asked you to give and you've denied him? You've denied or you didn't even think it was God, but you knew you should do something and you denied that feeling. And think about how it made you feel. And think about how it changed your attitude. Did you get crabby? Do you get unhappy? Because we, we're going against the grain of what we're created to be when we do that, you guys. And we become resentful to ourselves, but we reflect it out to other people. Facts. And I want you to think of a time when you did give. And what that felt like. Like, did you give just open-heartedly? Were you a little reluctant? Really reflect on that moment. Because you guys, there's a power in just giving with an open heart. And God has got me to that point where I don't even question it. I just do it. It's boom. It's done. God knows that I will do it. It's done. And doing it with an open heart, just you feel it. Like, I feel my heart this big. There are times, though, I felt my heart like this big. 
I don't I don't know like maybe God is just really happy I did something I don't know but you guys there's your challenge have a beautiful beautiful Wednesday really think about that challenge and you guys if you want to give and you don't know how ask God all you got to do is go God I want to give and answer somebody's prayers give me something Give me a purpose. Give me something. Say it in a way that's authentic to your relationships. Talking to God, how you would talk to somebody else. You know, my way sometimes is like cheeky language with God. Sometimes I get cheeky with God. Like, yeah, I'm going to challenge And I go, I'm going to challenge And then I go, no, nah, I'm not going to challenge you. I'm not even going to let those words slip out of my mouth. Like... I'm I'm real with God. You got to be real with him. He's not looking for that stiff bored person that says that same prayer. Now he wants to talk to the real you. Like, yeah, I, you know, I'm not happy but I'm still going to do it. Like I've had that attitude too, but it's real. So you guys have a beautiful beautiful day. I love you and God bless.